Hello, welcome. This is Lucy Sherman. I'm an EMDR therapist and I help clients process trauma through creative expression in EMDR. If you're anything like me, this work can feel so healing and powerful with clients, and then it can also feel really heavy sometimes. I created this podcast for this reason, to bring in more imagination, creativity, and joy into our work. We talk about everything from consult process, raising fee, to what we do in session, collaging, drawing, writing, even bringing oracle cards in. Without further ado, let's get started. Today we talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and what has been really helping me lately around imposter syndrome. Even just some simple little tips that have been incredibly supportive to me as I've just noticed my relationship with imposter syndrome, how it's shifted and changed over time, And what lately has just been absolutely so simple and also uh, really aiding me and my life outside of my practice and in my practice. So I can't wait to share with you. The other part of this is exploring a little bit more about networking, consultation process, and also the tools that have been really helpful. Just these simple little messages that I've been sharing with myself and more and more sharing with others in my life um, when they talk about imposter syndrome or how to explore consults, etc. So I'm really looking forward to this episode and sharing with you. With imposter syndrome, oof, I know we all experience it in some way and I think the times that it can come up most is maybe when We're trying something brand new, maybe something that we haven't really done exactly the same way before. Maybe you've been doing uh, 50-minute sessions and then moving into extended sessions. Maybe you've been doing individual work and now moving into group and the imposter syndrome comes in. Maybe it's something, a project outside of your practice, but you still feel like, oh, Am I the one to deliver this? Do I have enough knowledge about this? Um, And it can be a place of stuckness. It can feel hard to get out of it. We can get so in our heads and spiral. And then more and more we close in and we don't share these gifts that could actually really help a lot of people. So This is something that I've just been really exploring on my own, and I feel like this journey could be helpful for you folks listening. Lately, if I have experienced any imposter syndrome, which I'm surprised um, that it's not showing up as much, So that in itself is telling me that, okay, these tools might be really useful if lately I've been feeling a little bit more confident and feeling like I can connect with self in all these different scenarios that in the past it was really hard to really show myself there. 
So the first thing is, what can I lean on? So exploring what is the thing that just no matter what you know to be true. So for me, no matter how many people might not feel like they are creative or that they can bring um, like creativity in their life or even that is it that important or whatever, I know for me all the many different times in my life that creativity has helped me and so I can lean on that and no one can dispute that. Like there's just, this is the truth, this is what I know, this is... There's just work to show for that, like to myself, that reminder of these different, the writing that I've done or the paintings or these like tangible things that um, I know has helped me when I am feeling really overwhelmed or stuck or in a really hard point in my life. So exploring this could be a little bit of like looking at your own past a little bit if that's comfortable what has been supportive to me what can I lean on that I want to start sharing but what can I lean on that I know no matter what this is just true and it's not about oh well some people like it or some people don't it's just I can say this is true for me and I'm not saying I know absolutely everything about painting or I know absolutely everything about this one approach, but what I do know is what has worked for me and what I've seen work for clients. And sometimes we can get so stuck in our head and we actually are not being the most ourselves in our work at times. And so just kind of catching yourself it doesn't have to be absolutely a yes for everyone, but if it's been a yes for you and it likely when you share to some people, it will be a yes for them and really help them. And this can come up maybe also in your creative different endeavors and business side or different kind of tools that you've found learning um, is best for you and you're talking with other colleagues, but it's where that imposter syndrome comes up. Just notice that question. What can I lean on? What has worked for me? What have I seen clients uh, benefit from? And what can I know no matter what is true? It's really noticing coming from a deep place of like humble this just this I'm not saying that I have visited every single square of this thing or and I'm always learning and we are always learning but what can I know yes this particular part feels good for me has helped me and can share with others so a part of this if you were up for it is Writing down, this can be right now, you can pause this podcast for a moment or you can just come back to this, but writing down what you know is true with maybe something that you're feeling imposter syndrome, just free writing, free association, it can be in list form, it can be 
in a few different parts of the page, but what do you know is true to you with this? It's your experience. No one can say you didn't have that experience. So you know, and so trusting that. And I've found that bringing that in has just brought in so much more confidence and trust and that reminder of like, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. I'm doing the things that are so aligned with what has helped me and what I really have seen help others and what I believe to really create change and shifts. And so any variation of that with your own imposter syndrome. The next part of this is very simple and the words that we're probably really used to hearing in therapy, coaching, um, we're exploring, okay, is it a good fit with clients? Is it a good fit on a consult? And lately, the simple words, if it isn't a good fit, it isn't a good fit, period. For whatever reason, if there's something internally that you're just feeling like what something is just not quite sitting right, you're feeling really clamped up, you're not sure if you're within scope, somehow the energy is feeling off, um, all of that can sometimes just signal like, it might just not be a good fit or not a good fit right now. And, and you don't have to necessarily know exactly what it is, but a lot of the time, if it's in the beginning, you're noticing like somehow something feels a little off, then that actually wouldn't be very therapeutic. And that might really impact the client's um, process and their own healing and your every day as well and how you feel before you start the day and how that can affect all these other clients that you love working with if you're feeling really strained um, thinking about your day with one so really exploring like if it isn't a good fit it isn't a good fit and with this having incredible resources and referrals that you can share with clients and also coming from that place of integrity like i'm just noticing blank and i'm feeling that this uh, person may be a better fit or someone who has this experience or i feel like i could be really good around this but over here i am feeling like somewhere else is better right now and, and if it's not a good fit for whatever reason, it's not. And bringing that up before a consult as well, just in my mind, has reminded me like whether it's about timing or whether it's about um, the client feeling like maybe you feel like it's a good fit, but they don't. It's like all of that isn't personal. It's just like some people really connect with some folks and others connect with others and you want a practice filled with folks wanting to process in the way that you know you can help with and that you don't have to shape shift and they don't have to shape shift to really build a sense of healing and growth. So 
if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. I love this too. I feel like we don't talk about this enough, but when it comes to connecting with other colleagues and maybe naturopaths, healers, doctors, physical therapists, uh, other therapists, um, just anyone that you're like, okay, this could be a potential like wonderful networking opportunity. Again, even with that, like you, I think when I first started, there was the sense of like, oh, I have to network with everyone or, oh, I have to connect with everyone. Um, but really just noticing, like following the people that you really uh, have like similar kind of energy with, or you feel at ease talking with, or when listening to something that they've created, maybe they have a video on their website, maybe they have some um, words on their website about the way they work or whatever. It's that, that same piece of, if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. And following that really connected, gentle, warm energy that will bring out the passion in both of you for this work. And then you can have this full idea of how this person works and how you work. And, um, and it, it just takes away this pressure to like, oh, I have to connect with everyone. Just, just choosing uh, who you really feel aligned with and also knowing at the end, if something doesn't feel aligned, then that's not a good fit and that's fine. And there's so many incredible people and helpers out there and so many different ways to help people. And um, it doesn't always have to fit exactly where you're at. And there are so many people out there and remembering that. It's almost <laughs> the imagery that comes up some is we're all kind of dancing on the dance floor and then uh, someone comes up and is just like you know maybe bobbing their head while you're just doing like a very silly big dance and maybe they're like well this person <laughs> and they're and they're really like big um, more expressive dance and just knowing like oh that's okay they have their way of dancing you have your way of dancing it doesn't have to fit and hopefully they find folks that want to bob their heads or it doesn't necessarily all have to be where we all have the same dance so that's been really sweet another last piece which i really have been loving is i saw a really wonderful um show it was some music that covered, it was a super group of women, which was awesome, that covered 90s um, music live. And I really, I looked around and was just amazed. Maybe there were like 15 different musicians and singers and they all had space to express. And with that, I really just love this idea of that there's space for all of us in this work. And even if someone is like, oh, I'm also a guitarist and you're a guitarist, it doesn't mean that there isn't space for you. Um, or, oh, I have practiced this way and you practice another. It's like there's still a chance for collaboration. And so 
there's something around like lately just imagining almost like people that connect with like they have their own musical instrument their way of playing their relationship to this musical instrument maybe they've just had hours and hours of practice and learning and exploring their relationship with this instrument and you have to in both matter and um both can help and so that releasing a little bit of like oh my gosh if I'm not the only guitarist then there won't be space Uh, I hope this feels helpful the first part exploring imposter syndrome what can I lean on what has worked for me what have I seen others really connect with or heal with is there something I know no matter what is true so maybe that's looking at your past experiences and how your current area of feeling some imposter syndrome, how you actually have some experience in the area, more experience than you think, and you can just lean on that a little bit. What do you know is true? And then if it isn't a good fit, it isn't a good fit. That could be with consults. That can be with networking. Just knowing that there's room for all the musicians on stage, knowing both are still unique and bring a certain um, special expression and that can help and resonate with certain people. If you want to continue this exploration of imposter syndrome in exploring consultation process and connecting more with networking and and building systems that with feeling confidence in yourself I would love it if you just reached out you're welcome to schedule a consultation to explore what consulting creatively in your practice could be like and having me as a support I am now offering one-on-one sessions that can help you in exploring the questions that are coming up and your practice in a warm, gentle way, and you'll have tangible tools and we create ways that can really build a sustainable, playful, exciting, joyful, peaceful practice for you. Thank you for tuning in and I can't wait to share with you next.